Hello and welcome to After the Pulpit. This is for the week ending the 23rd of April 2023. I'm Ian Hawkridge coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. And the title of today's podcast is But We Had Hoped. I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 24, just verses 17 to 24, and it's from the New International Version. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. It is the afternoon of the day of Jesus' resurrection. Two of his followers have decided to leave Jerusalem and head home to a place called Emmaus. Luke tells us that it was a journey of about 11 kilometers which would have taken around two hours to walk. As they walk, they discuss the events of the past week, wondering what will become of them now. The man they had been following has been killed, and the rest of their companions are hiding in fear from the authorities. As they're walking, another man comes and joins them. Luke simply says he came near and went with them. This was not uncommon for travellers at the time. It was always better to have company and safer to travel in larger groups. Inevitably, the conversation continues, and the stranger seems ignorant of all that has taken place. The two disciples are shocked, since Jesus has been the focus of their attention for some years. But Cleopas explains to the stranger. The most notable words in his explanation for me are, But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. They carry with them huge disappointment and a certain amount of confusion. Surely, they thought, their prayers had finally been answered. And God was going to restore Israel to her former glory. Yet this did not happen. And the one in whom they had placed their hope had been killed. Even though there had been reports that Jesus was alive, they found it hard to believe. We may wonder why Cleopas and his friend found it so hard to believe that Jesus was alive again. But perhaps... 
this had something to do with expectations. Jesus was not the Messiah they had expected him to be. There was nothing in Jewish thought at that time which would make room for a suffering Messiah. Instead, they thought that Jesus would send a conqueror to expel the Roman legions and re-establish David's kingdom. This seems to have been the hope that Cleopas is expressing and the cause of their disappointment. Have you ever hoped for something to happen? Not just dreamed, but really hoped and prayed and waited expectantly? Have you ever felt let down by God when that which you had hoped for simply didn't take place? It is devastating when it happens. The person you had prayed for and nursed simply dies, or a baby is born with a limb missing, or a marriage falls apart in spite of prayer and counselling, and we wonder if God really cares about us. Perhaps we can identify with these two dejected disciples as they walk. But that is not the end of the story. As Jesus travels with them, he explains what has happened in terms of the grace and glory of God. Nevertheless, it is not until they reach their destination and sit down to a meal that their hope is finally restored. That Restoration takes place in the context of a shared meal as Jesus symbolically takes the food and acting as host, breaks and shares it with them. I used to wonder about the importance of Holy Communion in our life as Christians. But this story places a new emphasis on the sacrament. As we share at what we call the Lord's Table, we accept an invitation to be part of the divine community. In the same way as we say grace before a meal, we're doing more than thanking God for the food. We are also inviting God to be part of our table fellowship. In a world where meals are simply an interruption to our busy schedules, perhaps God is calling us to take more seriously the life that we share at table and asking to be invited into sharing, a sharing which goes deeper than simply satisfying our physical hunger. It has always been the contention of the church that in communion we meet with Jesus face to face and like those two disciples, we recognize him in the sharing of the meal. This removes and cancels our attempts to manipulate Jesus into being the kind of saviour we would like him to be and opens up the possibility of sharing not only in his glory but also in his suffering for the sake of the world. A suffering Messiah is what we have been given and all of the triumphalism and false confidence of Christianity's past falls away as we go with Jesus to share at the table of those who are lost, lonely and depressed. This is true grace.
Now we're going to listen to a song entitled, No Longer Servants. It's based on the conversation that Jesus had with the disciples on the night before he died. No longer servants, I call you my friends, for I have been faithful right up to the end. I give my life for you, a sign of my love, and I long for your trust in my Father above. As we share at the table, I give you myself in the bread that is broken for you, in the wine poured out as a promise for all who humbly receive this heavenly food. The promise is not of a conquering king, but a servant who washes your feet a sign of the sacrifice willing we give that the world may be healed and redemption complete broken and shed all the lives that we live to bless those we meet in the course of each day as we follow the one who has given his life that we might find hope in his grace as we follow the one who has given his life that we might find hope in his grace Thank you for listening to this podcast and I look forward to sharing with you again next week. Goodbye.